We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Well, partner, we do instant reactions here on the Ravens Vault podcast for a reason. And today is literally reason number one. Exhibit A for why we do these. Welcome into the Ravens Vault podcast. I'm Bobby Trossett alongside my co-host and partner, Sarah Ellison. And as expected, we thought we'd see this at some point this year. And it is now confirmed, at least by the national reporters, by some of the pundits out there in the NFL media cycle. At the time of this taping, 2.45 on Tuesday afternoon. This is unconfirmed by the Baltimore Ravens, but the Baltimore Sun has it. Ian Rappaport has it. And as you see on the screen here, Ian tweeted out not too long ago, the Ravens have agreed in principle with all pro linebacker Roquan Smith, who now becomes the highest paid linebacker at his position in NFL history with a five-year $100 million mega deal partner, 45 of which is fully guaranteed and 60 million in total guarantees is in play here. So obviously uh, with the in-season acquisition pre-deadline, much like Eric DaCosta in this Ravens front office did a few years ago with Marcus Peters, the exact same thing comes to fruition. They deserve credit. Uh, top down, the organization deserves credit because they got their cornerstone piece now locked in for many years to come. Yeah, this was this to me was an absolute must, an absolute must. I felt like when the Ravens had traded for him and the based off of the the uh, draft assets that were given up for him at the time, I was like, I, I don't think this is a rental. It could be because who knows? We saw what, what happened with uh, Ngakwe um, and it just is like, you know, it had to be done. But then my opinion was taken times a hundred once I saw how Roquan Smith fit in here, how he fit in here in Baltimore. You could already tell he was one of the best linebackers in the NFL, but he was, you know, going nowhere with the bears and he made it clear. He made it clear with the bears that he wanted to become the highest paid inside linebacker and their, um, you know, stubbornness or unwillingness to pay him that is the Ravens benefit. It's their treasure because Roquan Smith, I think, and again, I didn't, I'm not going to pretend that I watched him a lot while he was with the bears. Um, but I, him being in this system, being here with other defenders who are good, you know, like a, a, a Marlon Humphrey, 
uh, Marcus Peters when he's healthy. He's got Patrick Queen next to him. I mean, we talk about how much Patrick Queen benefits from Roquan. I'm sure Roquan benefits from having Patrick Queen, Calais Campbell, all these guys. And to me, it was just like the Ravens could not allow him to hit free agency because they need that franchise tag for somebody else. And we'll talk about how that affects that somebody else, a.k.a. Lamar Jackson, a little bit later on. But I just thought it would have been terrible if they had let him hit free agency he is Ray Lewis type leader, not quite the the speech, not type the order that, that that he was, but you could see it in that Bengals game. You've seen it all year long. Not only did he come in and fit in right away, like Marcus Peters did, but he's like a leader, instant leader, enforcer, 16 tackles last game. Just, you know, just exactly what you want to see in a Baltimore Raven. And the way he's elevated this defense, how could you let that go? So I'm glad that Eric DaCosta and company got this done. Transformational. You know, and as you see on the screen here, Jamison Hensley tweeted out, uh, you know, in nine games, he's the Ravens as a team in the nine games that he's been a part of this organization have allowed 14.7 points per game. That's the second fewest across the entire NFL. So there's transformational and there's institutional and that's what he's become. You know, he's become such a cornerstone part of this defense that has helped it. Let's be honest, especially when Lamar went down in week 13, this team, Sarah has been able to stay relevant in large part due to the defensive performances week in and week out. And, um, you know, moving forward, that's that's huge for them, you know, for in terms of the future of this organization. And as Jeff Zarebeck pointed out, as we kind of noted as well, you know, this worked out just like Marcus Peters did in 2019, right? You trade for a standout defensive player and pending free agent before the deadline, have that player fit in extremely well on and off the field as Marcus did in 2019, as Roquan has done three plus years later. And then in order to cash in and give him, you know, what he's earned, you extend the player before the end of the season. These were the rumblings that we had heard weeks ago. I remember doing a morning vault on this exact conversation and Sarah, he has given us zero doubt, given the Ravens front office, zero doubt. And I'd have to think as a player who represents himself, this process for Roquan, was relatively straightforward in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he uh, just to add to that stat from from Jamison Hensley. Obviously, it's good that since he's arrived, the Ravens are second in points allowed, that fourteen point seven. But it's not just that stat alone. It's it's comparing it to what the Ravens were before him and before he arrived. The Ravens were twentieth in points allowed. So it's not like they went from you know, 10 to second or 15 to second, they're going from 20 to second. Same thing with yards. The Ravens were 24th in yards allowed per game and that moved to second also. So, I mean, yeah, it's, it's the before and after picture that is just, you know, it's just so satisfying. It's so wonderful to look at that. It's just like, and so, and so he demanded through his play and through his leadership, he demanded to become the highest paid uh, inside linebacker, um, you know, so, so he deserved it. There's no doubt. Uh, and, and I don't know if you have, have this since we're talking about highest paid, it's very interesting. Who's in the top five here, Bobby. Yeah. Let's take a it's look on at the screen this. now. Take a look. Okay. <laughs> the NFL's highest paid linebackers is now Roquan Smith. I mean, he didn't beat it by a ton, but he, he beats it. So he's 20 million, um, per year. Shaquille Leonard is 19.7. Fred Warner 
19.1, and then former Raven C.J. Mosley. Now, I remember C.J. Mosley, he's 17 million. That was a huge jump at the time. The Jets at the time overpaid for C.J. Mosley, but and, and Mosley's fantastic. But, Bobby, tell me, C.J. Mosley or what Roquan Smith, which one would you take right now leading your defense? And, and yeah, C.J. I mean- Mosley, he's 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 great he's phenomenal but there was always that is he good in coverage is he good in coverage is he and 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 Roquan to me is more all around than CJ is and that's not taking anything from CJ because again like I said I feel like he's phenomenal but Roquan's more all around and I do believe Roquan has a bigger impact as a leader uh CJ Mosley again and you can have quiet leaders for sure uh, but there's just something about Roquan. It's it's funny because I wonder when he knew this was almost going to go down, Bobby, because that Bengals game, like when they were down 17-0 and Roquan is playing like it's the Super Bowl and they're only down by one, <laughs> you know? I'm like, did he know on Sunday? Did he know? Because he seemed, I mean, he's always got the juices flowing, but it was like next level when there was clearly no chance the Ravens were going to win that game. I think that's a great point. Were, were things brewing behind the scenes, you know, were things kind of ramping up a little bit, or maybe was it already done and they were just set to announce it this week? You know, you just don't right. know, but my gosh, I mean, the way that he was playing with reckless abandon, I think is the phrase that I used in our instant reaction, but, but like reckless abandon also in control, you know, and just yeah. dominant. And, and like, we talked about the whole like inadvertent shoulder bump there on Jamar chase after the whirly pass breakup in the end zone, whether or not that was dirty, of course, in Cincinnati, they think it's dirty uh, to me. It's just asserting dominance and this dude, and, and granted was it the best look ever. No, but there was obviously bad blood in that game. We're expecting there to be more bad blood for all the marbles, all the marbles, I should say come Sunday night. But, uh, just back to the point, like you said, a, a game high, 16 tackles all over the field, sideline to sideline, flailing his body around, putting his body on the line. Uh, you, you do get the sense that that perhaps that perhaps this was this was known. And then more on the value to Brad Spielberger of PFF. I have a tweet of his up on the screen right now. You know, here we here we are. This deal is yet another Ravens contract, as Brad writes, where they kept the overall value reasonable and in turn, as I said at the top, boosted the guarantees. So it's 45 million fully guaranteed at the signing, 60 million total guaranteed. And um, again, both, are, as Brad writes, top the off ball linebacker market. And uh, as you mentioned, the second linebacker on that list in terms of average annual value is Leonard at 52.5 million. So uh, I'm sorry, that's, that's overall contract value, not on an annual basis, but still. Roquan 60 puts him well north of that and and he's earned it. He 100% has earned it. He is 100% earned it. As you have that up cuz I want to come back to this cuz we're we'll have a section of this instant reaction of what this if it, what kind of domino effect this could have on Lamar Jackson. You should always know these reports there's total guarantees and there's fully guaranteed. And people will often confuse the two, but they're very different and they're very important as we get into when we talk about Lamar. For um, sure. And you want to go to that now? Yeah, because I got a I got a tweet from. Unless you wanted to, were you going to keep going there? Well, I was just going to say something like, uh, in terms of uh, this will be a good transition into Lamar. 
So I was thinking about the roster construction, right? From Eric DeCosta's kind of point of view as the GM, he's supposed to construct the roster. Right now, he's got a pretty good foundation for the next few years, okay? He's now got Roquan locked in through 2027, okay? He's got Marlon Humphrey. This is another cornerstone piece in your, in your defense. Um, he's locked in through 2026, okay? So that's, that's the, the, the big two pieces in your defense and then on top of it, well, I'm not talking about any guys that are still in the rookie contract. So you've got, uh, you know, Patrick Queen, who's gonna, who can still be here if they exercise the fifth-year option, which I think they will. Having Roquan, by the way, and Queen together for the next two years, this deal with Roquan, it's almost like a two-for-one because they've, like, yeah. unlocked each other, right? Like, right. Roquan's right. unlocked Patrick Queen. And again, like I said, I'm sure it's nice for Roquan to have Patrick Queen too. And so – and we can go on with other guys on rookie contracts that that contribute, but I'm talking about veterans right now that are that are locked in. Ronnie Stanley's locked in through 2025, and then Mark Andrews is 2025. So they've got two pieces on both sides of the ball. Okay, what completes this picture? Because the rest you're going to have to fill in with other rookies. You're going to have to fill in with you know, you know, cheap one year veteran deals, all that kind of stuff. As we know, what would really complete this and what would be a wonderful, solid, rock-solid foundation is locking up Lamar Jackson, right? And I feel like um, this deal with Roquan, getting it done now, opens the door to making sure that the deal can get done with Lamar Jackson. Now, I'm not saying it will, but now the Ravens for sure, not that it was ever in question that it could be used on Roquan instead of, of Lamar, but... It now reassures you that the franchise tag is free um, and can be used on Lamar Jackson. Now, Lamar Jackson, depending on what he wants, if he just wants to be gone, I'm sure he could demand a, a trade. He could demand to get out. He could hold out all of that. But in the past, more times than not, the Ravens have used the franchise tag as a tool to buy more time to, to get a contract settled. Now, there's been... Matthew Judon, and I'm maybe it was like Wally from back in the day, where the guys actually played on the franchise tag, and then they didn't get re-signed. It's 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 rare that they don't get signed after that. So, um, so they could use it on Lamar. I think this deal helps open it up. I don't think that that Roquan is too expensive, and then it it pushes Lamar out in terms of contract. You can you can set up how you. Um, structure contracts so that, you know, certain years are not hit on the same. You can have one guy have a bigger year and one guy have a lesser year. There's lots of things you can do. The salary cap is going up. But if you have this foundation right here, along with some solid draft classes, you're in a pretty good position with this foundation. Then, you, then you know, you just got to use the rest of the money on, like I said, rookies and, and one-year contracts uh, with veterans. So do you feel the same? Like, do you feel like it, it helps sign Lamar or do you think it hurts sign Lamar, to sign Lamar? We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. 
Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I think it just takes one of the potential scenarios out of play, right? Like uh, we, we knew there was a chance that if Roquan in the front office potentially couldn't come to an agreement here and he had higher expectations that they weren't willing to meet, then maybe they tag him, you know, and then all of a sudden you're thinking to yourself, whoa, what does that mean? And I think, you know, Spencer Schultz did a good job at outlining it. So I'll pull up one of his tweets. Our guy Spenny wrote, you know, signing Roquan to a long-term deal does nothing to limit the Ravens ability to do so with Lamar Jackson, the first year cap. This is important here. The first year cap hits on long-term deal. I'm sorry. Let me read that in a different tone. The first year cap hits on long-term deals are extremely low relative to the third and fourth years. Typically, and as he writes here, the Ravens only have three players on the books for 2026. So kind of what you're alluding to there, Sarah, like it Roquan's deal, right. Or, or even Lamar's deal could be, back heavy in which it just opens up the possibilities here for the short short term. Like you said, though, there's a bunch of different scenarios in play here. Lamar could say, look, to heck with the franchise tag for 2023. I want out. I want to demand a trade. And then the Ravens are obviously going to try. They're going to be getting plenty of offers. We know that even, even if he doesn't go in and demand a trade, I'm sure the, the phones are going to be ringing as soon as off season hits, if they haven't already begun to ring. So, um, you know, we've talked about it this week what the short-term value would be for him on an annual basis if he decides to take the tag route, right? It's good short-term money, $45.4 million or, or somewhere around that number for 2023. And then 2024 is around 54, I believe just north of that number. So it's good short-term money, but we both know that he's proven and he's earned the right to, to command more than that. And you'd have to think that if he wants out, there's going to be plenty of other teams that are willing to, to, pay, to pay his price tag. Oh, for sure. For sure. Uh, there's plenty of teams that would. Um, well, I just, I feel like there's a lot of misunderstandings or misinformation or false information about what the Ravens offered, because as soon as this deal was announced, of course, everybody's happy for Roquan. I think everybody, I mean, the general consens consensus is that, yeah, that was, this is the right move from the Ravens. Right. But I've gotten a few kind of comments saying, especially one that said, well, this is a slap in the face to Lamar. Because, yes, Roquan deserves it. He earned it. And Lamar deserves it and earns it. And my reply back, which I didn't have time to do because we're doing this, but it will be, is are you suggesting that Lamar Jackson should take 45% of a guarantee of this contract? Because that's what Roquan did. 
Now that's why I pointed out when you put it up there, his 45 million is fully guaranteed, meaning at the time of the signing, 60 million total um, guarantees, but those guarantees kick in later on. So it's kind of a weird that it's, that it calls it guarantees. So when ESPN had put out what Lamar Jackson was offered, okay, people wrongly started comparing. The only thing that the ESPN put out is they said what the total value was, which I wish I, I, wish I brought that up. Um, but the total value, I'm pretty sure, was the highest ever. Okay, so same as kind of Roquan. And I need, I need to go back and make sure that's true, but I'm pretty sure that's true. I have notes down on the guarantees. So, um, so it was more than even, even obviously more than, than Deshaun Watson in terms of overall value, right? Okay, so then what ESPN also put out is they put out Lamar Jackson's fully guaranteed money, which is fully guaranteed at signing. And people started comparing that to the total guarantees to guys like Kyler Murray and Russell Wilson. And you can't do that. Fully guaranteed at signing is different from total guarantees. So ESPN had announced that Lamar's fully guaranteed at signing was $133 million. They didn't even say what the total guarantees was. So it's an apples, apples to comparison. We have no clue what the total guarantees were, but people will look at that and say, oh, he was offered $133 million, whereas Murray had 189.5, Russell Wilson had 161. They were both signed last offseason. And then obviously um, Deshaun Watson, it was fully guaranteed. So here's the thing. If you're going to have an apples to apples comparison, you got to compare it to Kyler Murray's fully guaranteed and Russell Wilson's fully guaranteed. And Lamar's fully guaranteed offer reported by ESPN was more than everybody except for Deshaun Watson. So Wilson's was 124 and Murray's was 103.3. So so Lamar's beat Kyler Murray's by 30 million. Sure. And then he beat Russell Wilson's by almost 10 million. Okay. So as he should have, <laughs> as he should have. And so what this all comes down to, and it always will, people keep trying to bring up so many other things. They're trying to make this as some people will try to make the Ravens out to be evil. They're, you know, they're not, it's a slap in the face of Lamar, or some people will call Lamar selfish. He's had plenty enough and that's not right either. Like, Everybody's protecting their own interests. I'm not going to tell Lamar what to do with his wallet, and I'm not going to tell Steve Bashotti what to do with his wallet. Okay, both these guys are super smart, and they're both one's already super rich. Rich one is, you know, not quite a billionaire, but you know, is going to get generational money for sure. And they both get to do what they want, and they both get to control their wallets. I'm certainly not going to tell either one to, what to do. So, but at the end of the day, the what this all comes down to is fully guaranteed money. Steve Bashotti does not want to follow the lead of the Browns, which by the way, Deshaun Watson is not looking worth what he got. Right. And, and that's what he's doing. And Lamar Jackson is saying, well, I want, this is a new standard and I'm going to follow it. And they both have the right to do that. And I'm not going to demonize either one, but I just wanted to get out that information 
if you think this is a slap in the face of Lamar, then you're suggesting that Lamar should take 45% fully guaranteed, which he was already offered more than that. It was more than 45%. So, you know, they'll keep going. They'll keep going back and forth. But at the end of the day, that's what it's going to come down to is either one going to bend on this fully guaranteed money. I'm glad you spelled all that out because we're just a few weeks away from diving into, I'm sure it's going to be an exhausting, <laughs> persistent dive in of this whole monetary conversation as it relates to Lamar and the Ravens front office. Let's stick a pin in it there. Here's the final thought though, for me and Rappaport, if you missed it off the top, right? The Ravens have agreed in principle. Again, this is reportedly at the time of this taping now three o'clock on Tuesday afternoon. This is unconfirmed by the team. But reportedly, the team has agreed in principle with Roquan Smith, which now makes him the highest paid at his position in NFL history with a five-year, $100 million deal, $45 million of which is fully guaranteed. And then again, like, you know, like we've been talking about here, $60 million in total guarantees. There's a difference there. So, uh, again. Right, the, and, the, and you, Bobby, sorry, real quick, because I wanted to look this up. I didn't want to leave with me not putting out correct information. Yep. I was right. It was the – uh, Deshaun Watson was 230 million total value, and uh, Lamar Jackson was 250 million total value. So I just wanted to put that out there because I said because I didn't have those numbers like I had the fully guaranteed. Cool, great, yeah. awesome. So, so again, that's the big news. We wanted to hop on here and let you know, give an instant reaction on this. We got a busy day ahead of us because we all we also have an instant reaction coming up. Not an instant reaction, but our normal morning Ravens vault on the Ravens vault podcast coming up Wednesday morning. Check that out. If you're on YouTube, please consider liking this video, which allows us to be discovered by more Ravens fans, more Baltimore sports fans, and also consider subscribing to the channel if you haven't already and hitting that little bell notification button. So you can be notified immediately when we put uh, produce content and partner, anything more from you, we're going to sign off. Hey, great signing, great signing. Love this is the foundation of the Ravens for the next five years. Cornerstone piece. And like you said, he joins a number of other cornerstone pieces on both sides of the football that are locked in here long term. The aforementioned Marlon Humphrey, Marcus Williams, Mark Andrews on the offensive side of the football, Ronnie Stanley, of course. And the big domino that we're still waiting to fall is the future of number eight, Lamar Jackson. For Sarah Ellison, I'm Bobby Trossett signing off from this instant reaction episode here on the Ravens Vault Podcast. Thanks so much for the support. You can hit us up via email at BaltimoreRavensVault at gmail.com. Like the video, subscribe to the channel, follow along with what we're doing, and we appreciate you guys so much.